0: Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya, where each week they talk to photographers about what is working in their business now so you can swipe those ideas
1: and grow your business faster. Hey, everybody. Welcome to From Nothing to Profit in 2021, Kaya. Can you believe it's already 2021?
0: No, I can't believe it. I'm so happy to have uh, to be back together talking to everyone. We've had a lot of great response from this past year's uh, podcast, and so I just can't wait to reconnect and to share what's been going on. It's been a crazy last year for sure.
1: Well, yeah, and we took a little bit of a longer break than we probably normally would have. I mean, we always take breaks because, you know, obviously our first and foremost thing we want to focus on is our studios, but um, we took a little bit of longer break cause you know, just, just different times. And I'm, I'm excited for 2021 to be here and to get going again, for sure.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, once we had everything that we've already uploaded once, once we recorded it and we took the break, I just hit the ground running with my business. You know, I was like, okay, we got to get this photography going <laughs> once they opened everything back up. So, so Yeah. It's a good yeah, to talk. Yeah, and that. in
1: this episode, I want to talk to you about like what you guys did and how you guys navigated everything, um, and then we'll record a separate episode talking about kind of what Alice and I have done in my new adventures and stuff as well. And um, and then I think we got one more plan that we're going to do, which is just like looking forward into twenty twenty one. Because I mean, we want to debrief what happened in twenty twenty and give some people some insight and maybe help them in twenty twenty one. But we obviously don't want to dwell on, you know, the unprecedented year for sure.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, when, whenever we plan, like when I get together with my studio staff and we talk about, uh, you know, we start the year over. The first thing we do is we talk about all the things we did, what worked, what didn't work, uh, what we're going to do again. And then we move on to our goals for the upcoming year. So it works out perfectly. sounds like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let's just start right there. That's a great segue. So like, talk about a little bit, like what you did, um, during the kind of the stay at home orders and stuff when you're navigating like what did what did you do that um maybe that you would do again or that you thought was really good for your business
0: well, you know before I do that, let me just do a little bit of a of a description of what the my business looked like last year so okay. uh, I do uh I'm a portrait photographer in Kansas City. I don't know if we've introduced ourselves for a while. And I do mainly high school seniors, families, children, and business. And so families and children, I uh, lump that into portrait. And so this last year, my business is normally kind of half and half between high school seniors and families and children. And this year it was very much more mainly high school seniors. And so it's interesting because a lot of what we did during the the slowdown was during the time that we normally prospect for our high school senior business. And so even though it was, uh, I we went down in some areas, we went up in the others. And so my business actually made a little bit more last year than it did the year before. So that was pretty Did you
1: crazy, think it's because... We kind of stay at home during your marketing time for seniors because it was basically completely undivided attention. Do you think that's what helped you with that? Like there was nothing else going on, so you could just really focus on marketing to them. And, and then in the end, it actually made you more money?
0: Uh, definitely. And we really worked hard, uh, my staff and I, on the relationship. And so like everyone who, ha- who signed up to be a spokesmodel for us, we sent them a little uh, gift in the mail. And so we, and then we uh, did a lot of other things. I'll, I'll talk about those in a minute, but a lot of it was on building relationships. And we booked a lot of sessions during that time, just doing them over Zoom. And since yeah. everyone was learning how to, you know, do everything on Zoom online, it was, it just kind of worked in the process.
1: Yeah. And What I want to say about that is it was I think one of the nice things that came out of this whole thing is like there was just so much like grace in the world. I I could probably think of a different word than that, but there's just everybody was willing to try things new. And if someone called you, there was very little expectations about how things were supposed to be. If you if they called you and you're like, yeah, we'll just do a Zoom meeting. They were like, oh, okay. like they just were they just went with it, you know, and that was, I think, a really nice thing that I saw happen during this whole thing.
0: Yeah, it's I I totally agree with that and I was surprised I because I honestly built myself up thinking we're going to get a backlash. Pretty soon we're going to get a backlash. Pretty soon everyone's going to just be angry and we're going to get a backlash. And we never did. Obviously in the world definitely those type of things happened, but as far as business, there uh I think that uh, spirit of understanding has continued. And people just are laid back and know that some things just take extra time. So it's, that's been nice.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know how else to say it, but it was, it was really interesting because I mean, in parts of, you know, there were people getting upset all over the place, but at the same time, like a lot of people just gave people a pass, which was cool.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So how,
1: so my next question is kind of like, Kind of this, how did COVID like help your business and how did it hurt your business? You kind of talked a little bit about how it helped your um, senior rep uh, program, but
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Well, know. one of the things, like you said, is trying new things. And so, you know, when the shutdown first started happening, I started, I, I'm a, um, on the Strengths Finder, I'm an activator. <clears throat> and, and so I will do things like I'll start doing things just action oriented. And so like I know a lot of people kind of hunkered down and, and, and couldn't really take action, but I was all action. And so that was really helpful. And I did a lot of idea generating. And so I have a list of five different ways that I uh, worked to generate ideas. And so the first one is, um, I just started taking notes. And so uh, during the um, shutdown, we actually would get up every morning as a family. My husband's a pastor. And so he was like, we're getting up together and doing something so that there was just some schedule in our lives. And so I journaled every day during that whole time that we were at home. So 40 or 50 days. Uh, So I took notes with that. And then anything I listened to, I was taking notes. And so I just kind of, you know, have a body of like ideas and thoughts from that time. That was really, that was really helpful. Uh, and then the second one is that I made new friends. And so the beauty of, uh, being online and having that as an option is, uh, you know, if with photographers, I just connected with so many people and I uh, created new Facebook groups, I created Instagram groups. And so I interacted with a lot of people that are really my good friends now after, after that, which is kind of fun.
1: Yeah. I think you do a really good job of that. Like, you know, one of the first things I noticed when you and I started talking and I realized I was part of this is that like, you just reach out to people and talk to people. And if you see something online, you just call them and say, Hey, i 'm kaya and you know I saw you post this online let's talk about that and there, people are so excited to talk t- to anybody about it but you know you do a really good job of like building friendships and it seems like it seems like every month or every quarter it's like you got a handful of new people you're talking to or you know somebody that's like moving to shake in the industry you're like oh yeah no I, I connected with them like a month ago and yeah this is what they're doing it's so cool you know and I think you do a really good job of that and I think a lot of photographers could take take that and run with it. You know, if you see something online or you see an Instagram, reach out to that person in their studio and just say, Hey, this is so cool. I would love to talk to you more about it or whatever.
0: So. Yeah, I think that is a great example of what to do, because even though you can look busy by your social media, it doesn't mean you really are. And so if you just DM someone and say, I have a question, or can I talk to you about this? It, it, most people will get back to you and be super excited to connect on something they're interested in. So yeah, so making taking notes, making new friends, and then putting good info in. And so uh, even more now, it's so crazy. But taking in the news, taking in the negative things, taking in conspiracy theories, whatever you're taking in, that's not good info, really. That's not going to help you in your business. And so there are so many options for webinars, online classes. I have a friend who took like an expensive online class and her sales just went through the roof. Uh, During that time, even though she wasn't bringing any money, once she got back into business, it just took off. So Um, Putting good info in is another. And then trying new things. And I've got a list for you of 10 things that we've tried. So I won't tell you those right now. But we tried all kinds of unusual things, things that we would normally not have time for. And some of them were big wins that I will definitely do again. And then the last one, yeah, number five, is just getting involved. And so when I saw that people were putting on webinars and talking, I just reached out and said, hey, I'm a... I'm a resource for you. If you want me to, you know, because I have spoken, I spoke at nationals last year. I've, I've, I've been in that world. I just gave, you know, let's let people know that I was available. And then I was on webinars, connecting with people, doing uh, classes. And so that was really nice because anytime you teach, and I know you would agree with me, Matt, on this, that even doing the podcast, I learned so much when I talk about what I've done and I kind of process through it and I feel like teaching helps you to learn more too.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a whole thing. I you know, I was a school teacher at one point and there's this whole thing of like the best way to retain something or to make a change in your life is to actually teach it. And so sometimes writing a blog post or getting on stage and talking about it, it's like, it really makes it permanent in your life, you know? And there's, there's some real power in that, you know? And And then people ask, uh, questions of understanding. They say, well, what about this little nuance? And it makes you think like, you know, okay, over here, I got to think about this. And then you unpack it. And then you even, you understand it even better yourself when you're done with the conversation.
0: Yeah. And then even sometimes people will take the idea and go so much further with it and then <laughs> you can just copy them. So that's right. really helpful too. That's so, so
1: Yeah. They always say, have you ever thought about doing this? And then you just go, no. And you just like literally lean an ear in and like, Tell me more because, yeah. you know, I know yeah. what you're they're about to take it to the next level. So,
0: yeah, you know, I never thought about it. I'm sure we've talked about it before, but you were a teacher uh, and actually taught and I have a teaching degree, so I didn't spend time in the classroom besides my student teaching. But uh, that is interesting. I never thought about that, that we both are our teachers at heart.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and believe me, if you were not in the classroom, you didn't miss much because stu- <laughs> getting the degree in student teaching was the funnest part. And then, uh, yeah, and then you're getting all the rewards of, with your children. So you, you're not missing much, you know, like the mm-hmm. the teachers that are out there, such a labor love and they're amazing people, but um, it's a hard, hard job for sure. So oh, gosh. But yeah, even, but even once a teacher, today. always a teacher, I think is what we're mm-hmm. getting after.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the teachers today are doing even harder job. I, I cannot fathom it. So, um, so, okay, let's move on. So I wanted to share with you, Matt, and I, I want to get your thoughts on it. Cause I know you guys did some of these similar things too. Uh, but so we tried so many new things and I want to kind of tell you what we did, but then also tell you what I know we'll be doing in the future.
1: Yeah. What, what you tried and you're like, let's keep doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. What well, I thought we were really wins. So the first thing we did is the day before Kansas City went into the lockdown, we drove around. So we drove to local landmarks and filmed video for our Instagram stories. And so that was really nice to just have things that were different than just around our home um, prepared for social media. And so I think that uh, our social media went way up just because we were connecting with clients and we are definitely continuing to do that with, you know, filming our interesting experiences and putting those on our social media in our stories and that type of thing.
1: So you obviously were intentional about that because you got in the car and went somewhere, right? It wasn't like, oh, I have 10 minutes. I should make something. Have you always been intentional about your, your social media like this or is this even the next level of that?
0: Uh, well, I can't, I kind of think both, but I think you have to be intentional about it to do it well. Uh, and I know there are people that just like, you know, grab their camera and talk into it and whatever they're doing that day. And that is, that is great. It's just really not how I work. I'm going to have makeup on. If I'm going to do, if I'm going to appear on my Instagram feed, I'm going to be wearing makeup. So I have to plan ahead for that, especially these days, <laughs> you know, okay. when we're not always in the studio. And so, and then I like to have uh, Terry Fodi talks about this, about having, you know, an actual story, a beginning, middle, and end. And so that takes planning, you know, it takes some thinking ahead of time.
1: Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Let me I'm gonna I'm gonna not take us on a tangent on all ten of these because it won't we'll be here all day. But so like I uh went down this rabbit hole a couple of years ago and bought all these like um books about how movies are made and how, you know, stories are told and stuff like that. And it was really interesting, but in the end, like I don't know if there was that much information as much as just like, yeah, have a have a beginning, middle and end, maybe take it a little bit farther and like introduce the location, introduce the the character. You know, there's a few little nuances or whatever, but I tell you what, I read, I read a lot of pages and it was total like movie story nerd stuff. And I don't know if it helped me that much, you know, cause I think you get, you can keep it really simple like, like you're doing. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think that having that in the back of your mind also probably helps you You know, to take it somewhere. But I do agree. I think there's the other side of that. And I find that happens to me. If I make it really, you know, more difficult, then I don't do it. And, And so the simplicity of that, I think, was was helpful. Uh, So here's the second thing we did. We started a happy news. And so we just were sending out to our clients what was going on with us. And we don't normally do emails. Maybe they're like once a quarter, maybe a little bit more often once a month. Uh, But we wanted our clients to know what was going on. And uh, a lot of people were sending out like activities and uh, resources for people. And we did that. And the very first email or two got a great response. But after that, people were kind of tired of it and didn't really need it. And uh, I don't think that our clients want information that doesn't have anything to do with portraits. So, Mm. you know, unless it's, you know, to do with what we're doing or portraits, I don't think they're that interested
1: so that's something you probably won't continue.
0: Right, right. So that was it was cute and fun to I mean it was you know like what we're talking about, we had time so we tried it. And I feel like our clients are they're on our email list cuz they want to know about photography and they want to know what we're, you know, like what I am Kaya and the people that work with me are doing. So mm-hmm. The other thing we did was small biz features. And so we featured those on our emails, but we also put them in our Instagram stories. And so I reached out, speaking of reaching out, to local um, clothing boutiques, a painter, a jeweler, a seamstress, a watercolor artist, restaurants and coffee shops. And we have continued to do that. Local businesses just really appreciate it. And we've been doing giveaways and photo shoots, interacting with those local businesses. So that was definitely a win.
1: Yeah. And that that's kind of like, you know, making relationships and networking. So that's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was it. What's nice is whenever you have some sort of reason and I had a reason, you know, we were doing these emails, it gave me more of a connection, a reason to connect with people. Yeah. So and I want to say
1: this real quick. Um, and you can rebuttal me if that's the word I want to use. I'm, I'm trying to use big words and I'm not very good at it. You know, I'm like this (laughs) country boy from Colorado. I don't
0: know if that is a verb, but I will create a rebuttal.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, so one of the questions that our listeners are going to come up with instantly is like, well, are you, are you doing sessions for free for those businesses? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And here's my, my, my response to it is like, it doesn't really matter. The details just go out, make that connection and do what you think is best in that moment and figure out what is best for your business and your personality. You don't need to copy exactly what Kai sky is doing. Just, just, just go do it. Don't be paralyzed by all the details. Just, just make it happen.
0: Yeah. And I can clarify too, with my rebut, no rebuttal, uh, that we didn't do photography then obviously because we weren't doing photography at the time. But we did create relationships with some. And so they provided clothing or provided things for giveaways and that type of thing. And so I didn't get any of those businesses as clients. But for me on Instagram, connecting with big accounts that uh, refer back to us is something that's important to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I continued that. If you look into my business Instagram. So at style Muse magazine and at Bondurant studios, we did a 12 days of Christmas giveaway that we actually stopped at 10 days. Cause we were like, Whoa, it's almost Christmas. I always start things and then don't realize where I'm at in the time. But, uh, that was really nice The give the giveaways. And we gave away to local businesses and I saw another photographer had done that. So I kind of copied that concept. Cool. So, Uh, So the next one we did, uh, a new photographer friend, Celessa. her, she did this on her Insta stories. I asked if I could do it too. And so she called it just for fun. And it's uh, where you ask your seniors to send a baby pic and then you post their baby picture and then you post their senior picture. And so you just write something really cute about them. And they loved that. We will definitely be doing that next month with our 2021s. Cool. Simple easy. So that was, that was cute. And then along those same lines, we started a uh, senior tribute that we did on social media. And so I have two accounts at Style Muse magazine is very like curated And it is for our senior reps, like our high school senior girl reps. And then I have Bondurant Studios, which is just my whole business. And so I did this actually on Bondurant Studios Instagram and Facebook. And I asked our clients to send the seniors name, high school, college, area of study, favorite high school activity, and what they enjoyed most about their senior pictures. And people sent me, like not the high school seniors and not their parents, but just other random people sent me messages saying how much they loved watching it, how much they loved seeing all the different kids and how, that was one of their favorite things that they watched all spring. So that was a definite plus and I'll definitely do that again this spring. Cool all right
1: I'm trying not to talk too much because I'll, I'll I'll take us into the weeds and we'll be here till like like five <laughs> it's o'clock okay. tonight. So. We've so only keep been. Go, no, keep going because this is all really good information. I'm just trying to like, <laughs> trying to give you your. I'm trying to give you your your space.
0: My day in the sun, huh? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'll take advantage of it. So the next thing we did along that line, and I love this name, is senior tribute. And uh, just so you know, I think we should put this article in the show notes. Okay. And then uh, one of the things that I did is does, and we'll put a link here. I designed. Uh, a senior tribute package. And so typically for our clients, we sell them an album and digital files and wall portraits at their senior session. And we don't really get much of a sale after the fact. And we don't really try. Like they, you know, they design their own things for their graduation party and that type of thing. I used to do a lot of that, but it's just, you know, with digital files, people can do so much of that themselves. Yeah. But with extra time, I designed a uh, package that included a door banner, a yard sign, a uh, signature print that they can like, ha- you know, have at their party, and their friends can all sign around it. Uh, and then, uh, of course, a invitation, grad invites, wallets. So we put a package together for that, and uh, then that w- we sold quite a few to our seniors. But I also made a. A download, so photographers can download a free example of that, and so it's a it's a template that they can use, and so I'll put that in the show notes too, so people can download their own senior tribute package, because. I was feeling, I kept seeing people upload, you know, yard signs and door banners. And I kept thinking somebody needs to make one of these and give them to me. (laughs) I don't want to have to do all this work. And so I thought, all right, if I'm feeling that way, I'll just do it and be nice and give it to other people. And it's been a, a lot of people have used them. So, uh, we'll put that in the show notes.
1: Cool. All right. This is really good. I'm taking notes.
0: Oh, you are. Good. Very good. Okay. So the next one uh, actually, is...
1: Let me clarify. I'm taking notes for myself, not for the podcast. So I'm going to have to go back and redo notes for the podcast, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> that's what I assumed, Matt. I assumed you were taking yeah. notes for yourself. So the next one is uh, we did Insta takeovers. And these were, we really had to think hard about how we were going to do it. And so what how we did it is we uh, assigned a senior a day And that was their day to take over our Instagram story. But I was, I was pretty concerned about a few things. And so I'll explain what we did. The first thing is, is that we did not give them access to our Instagram accounts and that created more work for us, but I did not want to give my Instagram account. I mean, that's, we use that Instagram for all kinds of things. And so I didn't want, you know, just some high school senior in there. Messing around, <laughs> right, right, right. And so we had them make their videos, uh, create it in their own Instagram, and then download it, and then we posted it. Cool. That the second sense. thing, is, yeah. The second thing is, is we used uh, a template in our um, in a, an app called Unfold, and we made that consistent so that if someone happened on our story, they wouldn't think they'd accidentally followed some high school senior. And so it said on the bottom of every single po- of story post that it was that, you know, seniors takeover. So they knew it was our account that they were seeing.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then we did a timer at the beginning, which was pretty fun. And then we told them what to do. So we gave them a list of all kinds of things to do. And so, you know, we suggested they cook something, they show themselves working out if they wanted to, putting on makeup, and, and then asking questions. So, uh, that was nice to give them directions and then we had them pick it out beforehand so they knew what they were going to do. Cuz it's really a lot of work.
1: So, would you so would you do it again because it's so much work or Yes, I not? would,
0: but we we were definitely cut it down. We did like two or three kids a week, and I would do one a week max.
1: Yeah, which just, is still 52 kids a year. That's still a lot.
0: Well, yes, but we're just going to do it in the spring. Okay. Uh, and honestly, you know, they're, they're normally so busy that they wouldn't be able to really do it. But we're still, for our area, they're still not just going online. They're not in person at all yet. And so for this spring, I think it'll be good. And then we had them say hello and goodbye, which is kind of hard for high school seniors to do. You know, they don't know how to answer the phone. And so to start and stop something, you know, was tricky for them. And then we, of course, uh, scheduled it. And then we told them thank you and we sent them a card and thanked them for doing it because it was so much work. And then we also did it ourselves. And so that was nice to do like a takeover because the accounts that I'm using for my high school seniors are not my personal account. And so I could do a takeover and do a day in the life and it would be something different than what they normally see. Yeah. Yeah. So I would definitely say, yes, I liked it. I'll do it again. But I, the amount of work that it was for myself on the day that we do it, because I have to be posting all throughout, and then the amount of work that it took for the senior that was doing the takeover, I just have to make sure that you know they really understand and they want to do it. They're committed and that type of thing. Okay, three more. Are you right. ready? I'm
1: ready. For final three. <laughs> I did, know, you I, the best? did you say the best for last or is it? No, they
0: just- I didn't. Okay. I think that the best was definitely the senior tribute that I did on social media. The one that I was talking about that where people were sending us messages how much they loved. Yeah. That right. was definitely the best. Okay. Our right, final um, sessions straight from it. So the next one, I'm guessing, I think you did two in your studio. We did the free prom and cap and gown sessions because uh-huh. they missed
1: yeah, we've, we've done a bunch of different over the years. We, sometimes we do them free. Sometimes we charge, like we haven't figured out, exactly, but it's something we definitely do to bring everybody back in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we created a super simple set in the studio and did it. And they, there was a huge, uh, response to it. And, uh, we did do it, but we didn't get any like additional orders or that type of thing from it. We just did a free session and gave a couple of images and it was great to do, but I wouldn't do it for free if it weren't the same situation. So we'll include it. We do a referral shoot at the end of our, um, end of our rep season. And if they give us a certain number of referrals then they get a free college tee, but we'll probably include a cap and gown or prom. And I, I've never really shot that many cap and gowns. So that was kind of fun.
1: Yeah. And it's, and it's pretty, it's pretty simple because like it's one outfit in a sense. And so you're just coming up with poses. Like it takes one of the elements out, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, I liked doing it and I think people really appreciated it. It gave them a way to, to celebrate that they weren't able to do. Yeah. So the, uh. The next one is a thousand dollar giveaway and I actually copied you, Matt. So, uh, I, I got a good response from it. I just shot my winner the other day. They were back in town, but how did you guys do with that? Did you get a lot of people that came in? Yeah,
1: we we do, we do good every time. I mean, we, we, sometimes we do it for senior pictures. Sometimes we do it for family pictures. And I would say on average, we probably have, so to back up a little bit, we offer, people can enter to win a thousand dollar gift certificate for, for pictures. And Uh so we end up about, we end up with about 200 entries and then somebody wins. And then other people just get a gift certificate that goes towards their session. So we're still making money. It's just like a discount. We do this in the slow season. And I would say we have about 200 um, people enter. And then I would say we book between 20 and 40, depending on, how timely it is, um, 20 and 40 sessions from it. Um, so it's, it's a good way for us, like in our slow time, like April is not very busy in Colorado, for example. And so if we ran that in February and then, you know, let everybody know in March, we can fill up our April really fast and it's good. I mean, it's not, it's one of those things yeah, we're not getting as high as sales cause we're giving them a little bit of a discount, but I mean, it's April. We'd be doing hardly anything. So.
0: Yeah, I think that the trouble with me cuz we we booked a couple sessions from it, but definitely not that percentage that you're talking about, the mm-hmm. 10 to 20%. And I think a couple of things. One, that I we don't have the whole system worked out. I think I would need like a phone script or you know some better like follow up with it. I did have a follow up, but mm-hmm. some better follow up. And then I think like you were talking about the you Know one month you do with a giveaway, the next month you they you announce the winners, the next month you book those sessions. I think because there was such a break between when we did the giveaway and when we could actually shoot the sessions, that uh it was just a little bit too far, yeah. So, so it didn't work out as a great winner for us, but I still think we look like really nice people, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, sure, and there's like little nuances, and I don't want to maybe we'll do a whole podcast yeah, about this, yeah. but um, like trying to make it as personal as possible. So they don't feel like they're just getting ran through like a machine helps yes. your turnout um, and your, your bookings. Um, and then it's, it's all about the timing. It really is. If you can do it in a shorter period of time while people are still excited, excited, then it's, you're going to end up with better sales and more bookings and stuff like that. So I'll make a note. We'll just do a whole podcast about it.
0: Yeah. I think that'd be really great because one of the things I want to do this, sh- Oh, wait, wait, I need to save that for another, for the next podcast. Remind yeah. me, Matt, when we do the plans for uh, 2021, I have a goal of something that we can we can address there. So the last thing is we just did, we did zoom session consultations. So like I said, during the break, during the stay at home, we booked sessions all throughout because we were, um, prospecting and booking our high school seniors. And so that was really helpful, but it took some time to like work through how a zoom consultation is really going to be work, you know, and, and make everything, uh, everyone happy. And so these are uh, just a couple thoughts. One, we would send a text of what to expect. Two, we would stay in in control of the conversation. So not just let it go wherever. (laughs) Since they're at home, it kind of changes the dynamics a little bit. Yeah. And then number three, we would ask them to have their outfits ready so that they could kind of show us what they're going to be wearing. And then number four, we would suggest that they have their questions written down in advance. And then another thing that I, it's not in my numbers, but we would, uh, make it okay for the parent to not be in the picture cause they'd be worried about it. And so just say, Hey, your mom doesn't have to show her face. She can just be around to answer questions as we're going. And so, and then we just kept it pretty short too, you know, so that wasn't like a big ordeal for people.
1: Yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, the zoom stuff was really good for us too. And, and then our next podcast to kind of, when we talk about, what I did in 2020 and stuff like that. Um, I'll talk a little bit about like zoom and virtual companies and stuff like that for sure. So,
0: okay, good. I want to hear that. Yeah. So that's my, uh, top 10 things that we tried, what worked, what didn't work. And I don't remember my other questions, uh, that we were, we were going to talk about.
1: Well, and I don't want to spend a bunch of time on them because it was like, it's more like, uh, did COVID hurt your business? And then what was the toll physically, mentally, and, and relationally?
0: Oh, yes. I <laughs> want to talk about that a little bit.
1: Okay. Because I just don't want to go on the, I, I don't want to like it to end on on, on a Debbie Downer because I'm sure it wasn't all like roses, but so talk a little <laughs> bit about it.
0: Well, I, I do think that that is, you know, I want to have balance with what we're talking about, you know, so, uh, when, when it, my personality, you know, when everything's first started happening, I was like active, 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 you know, doing so many things. And then we hit the ground running with our shooting. And, uh, so our, our seniors were way up, but our families and children business really dropped, you know, and, and there were a lot of people that would normally have come in that had COVID. There were people that weren't leaving their houses. And so, uh, I think for me and then you know personally I was dealing with like some health issues throughout it which I'm sure were exacerbated by that. And so it was it was definitely hard. Totally, you know, not the easiest thing, but I, you know, looking back, I'm thankful for the things that we went through because I feel like any time that you've go through something really tough in your business, and I know we talked about this a lot in our in our previous podcasts, is, you know, it makes you better and it helps you to grow. And so I feel like, uh, there was, you know, it wasn't perfect and it wasn't perfectly happy. And I don't want to give that, uh, that, that inappropriate perspective, but I do think that the, our, our business really grew because of it. And I
1: think, I would say that that, it was true for us too. Like it, it was really hard. And Alice and I were really on like the brink of burnout, like, you know, and we definitely didn't go out through burnout as, as soon as some people do, you know, we were like on year 13 of our business.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, but it was so nice. Like we would say, well, normally this week we'd be like, you know, doing this and wearing ourselves out again. And it was like, we were just able to say like, no, like COVID is in the way this year, you know, and it Mm -hmm. gave us like a reason to like, just step back and, and try new things and also just not do the regular stuff. And it's like no one's going to miss this. They're focused on trying to get their kids online for schooling. They're not going to miss if we do don't do this promotion, you know. So yeah, it was a really yeah. nice reset for us too.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's almost like a snow day.
1: <laughs> it, it was. It was. Yeah. That's a that's one, a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What, one big giant snow day. Well, awesome. Well, uh, like I said. We need to, I, I didn't take notes of what we're going to put in the show notes, but I think we can figure it out so that we have all those resources for people. Cause I right. think that'll be super helpful. And then I'm excited for our next podcast to hear what happened with you guys.
1: Yeah. just Great. Crazy, crazy stuff in mine and Allison's life. So, um, awesome everybody. Thanks for joining us. Um, but we're back. If you guys have any ideas, um, for, for episodes or people you want to hear us interview, just make sure you, uh, send a, send us a message on Instagram and, uh, we'll, we'll definitely try to get everything in. Thank you for listening to from nothing to profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya. Be sure to subscribe for more business strategy and ideas to help you create the profitable and successful business.
0: You've always wanted. See you on the next episode of from nothing to profit.